Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast. Uh, before we start the episode, I just want to let you know a little bit of uh, nerdy news going on right now. Uh, and that is actually, I'm going to be a guest on John Negroni's podcast, Now Conspiring. You may know the name. He is actually the author of The Pixar Theory, and we had him on our show. Uh, and I'm going to be joining him for this week's episode. So please uh, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you're listening to us. Find Now Conspiring. Go subscribe. Uh, it's a great show with fantastic people. I have no idea how I got invited on. I, I, I don't think they know what they got themselves into. Uh, and now, on with the show. Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we break down what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined, of course, by Brian Thornton and Joshua Burns. Back for this week. We missed you. Oh, I missed you boys, too. But I had, I, a wonderful, I had a wonderful vacation. So, I you know, I, I missed you in the way that I miss the nerdy stuff, but time with family, it's wonderful. I got to help you pick a movie. I felt That's true. That's a true really story. Accomplished. Yeah, Were you Brian happy with that choice? Brian contributed to my vacation experience. Aww. <laughs> Pretty I glorious. didn't get a phone call asking about movie choices. It was so. a text. It was, it was a text. In, it was in the group chat. And you ignored it. You did. But I, I rose to the call. Brian did. He answered the call. So we got a uh, we got a lot of things going on right now in the in the nerdy world that I'm really excited to to bring up. Uh, the the first thing is that there's an elephant in the room uh, that we're just going to quickly address. It's an uh, exploding uh, elephant. It is. Uh, Samson. I was is, told not to mention the elephant in the room. It's an elephant. <laughs> what explodes? <laughs> Samsung is issuing a worldwide recall of the Samsung Galaxy Note. Holy crap! All I've heard since August 16th or whenever this phone released uh, was basically how my phone's a giant piece of shit and how the iPhone is behind and how the Note 7 is so much better. And look, you can open it with your eyes. It, look, I, I've held it. It's it seems like a cool phone. It's great. But Very then it fun. but then it kills people. So <laughs> it's there's blowing up. And, and I said, you know, when someone I, you says know, blow up my phone, they really don't mean like consume with fire. I sent that to some, I sent it to my friend, uh, you know, when, when it, when I first saw it hit the internet, I'm like, these phones are exploding. Uh, what are you going to do with that? And, and her rationale was it's only like one in 42,000. So it's really like playing the lottery. And I said, lady, if the lottery odds of hitting were one in 42,000, we'd all be rich. Yep. You need to realize how ridiculous that sounds. So this is a huge deal. The fact that a company this big is recalling one of their flagship phones uh, back is is pretty. The flagship phone. The yeah. flagship yeah, phone. Right now, the this flagship is their phone. Top You're right. End. You're right. This is well, the you highest know, end you know what this phone was. you buy at Samsung. This was Skynet making their first move. Self-actualizing. <laughs> they, they're, they're, they're learning people's eyes and they're like, you know, Superman has the ability to shoot fire out of his eyes. Let's do the same thing. They're, I don't like just, the way this guy's looking at me right yeah, now. Yeah, they're just exploding I better blow people. Up. Boom. It's beginning of the end. Or this is actually a new feature of Snapchat that will take your snaps and make sure that they are gone forever, for real this time, by destroying <laughs> the other person's phone. There are a few people that I would not mind that happening to. <laughs> uh, so this is crazy. And then it comes on the heels of the fact that uh, if next week on September 7th, not at 7, which I was very disappointed, uh, the iPhone 7... We think maybe we don't know what's going to be called is going to be coming out. So the next iPhone's coming out. It's just right on the heels of that. I did just have I did just have someone send me a calendar invite for a meeting, CJ, on um, 
September 9th at 9 a.m. I kid oh, you not. The 9th at 9. Yeah. 9 9 at 9. 9 9 9 9. I was saying, are you unable to attend and reply 9? I wish. I wish. I just want, I figured you'd, you'd enjoy that since you're 7. I, 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 well, I, mine's because of Bruce Almighty, but I'll just now take anything that has that kind of time sequence to it. No, I get it. Uh, so I just thought it would be interesting to bring that up. There's a, a a lot of people who do like Android devices who, just like you said, Josh, have been really going, this phone's so much better than your phone. Right. And at least I'm my not, phone doesn't I, blow I don't, up. It's, I don't wish ill on anyone. I don't want anyone to be harmed. I just want people to shut up about how great this phone is. Yeah, because listen, my it's phone exploding. May, my phone may bend, but doesn't catch fire. That's all that matters. So now we're going to move on to my favorite part of this show, which will now be forever a running part of it. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. So, Brian, I figured you would be the the perfect person to share the joy that we have heard some rumors from actually not rumors confirmed uh, things now from the uh, the Batman movie (laughs) tweeted by Ben Affleck. Yeah, by Batfleck himself. Batfleck. So Ben Affleck, Batfleck tweeted this week or maybe late last week. um, Just some test footage of a very well-known DC villain who is to appear in the Justice League movie. Who We don't know what his role is, but he tweeted a video of Deathstroke. Yeah. Which was pretty freaking cool. He looked awesome. Looked awesome. Looked exactly right. Didn't he? Yeah, looked exactly like everything that I wanted him to be. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. Deathstroke is an awesome character, and it means we're probably going to have a sword fight between him and Batman, which is going to be awesome. Do we know who is going to play him? No. I am so glad you asked that. No. Right. <laughs> no. It's, look, we it's know enough nothing. that we see him there. Like they, We're not, we're not going to need to know who's under there. Not yet. I mean, I'd like to know who's under there. It's Aaron Paul. <laughs> it's, yeah, everything's Aaron Paul. <laughs> well, Ghost Rider's tied up right now on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so... Right, he, 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 he didn't make it. He didn't make it. He was open. He's got he something has, to do on yeah. his hands. It is true. Okay. Aaron right. Paul, Deathstroke. I see what it is. <laughs> um, I'm super excited, and the costume looks awesome. The costume looks badass, and, like, it could take a beating, and, uh, yeah, so... I don't know what else you want me to say about well, this. Well, this this looks like this is confirming what we already believe that. But that Batman, was the Justice League movie, right? Was gonna, there... they, they've confirmed he's going to appear in Justice League. Then, then my apologies for mis. Are, mis- my question then is, who are we going to see in a solo movie? In Batman solo movie? Because that's that follows Justice League, doesn't it? It does. Last thing I read about the villain in Batman solo movie was that there's going to it's going to take place in Arkham. Asylum, so there's going to oh, be multiple many. villains. Joker. At least among, all among of the others. villains will be in the Batman movie. If That's they what I make read. A, if they make a live-action version of Arkham Asylum, or even just a portion of that, that would I be, will buy ticket right now. My pants are glowing red just thinking about it. Do you think yeah. it's anything like Blackgate? They'll make it anything like Blackgate? Well, Blackgate exists in the in the DC universe, but like Blackgate is where the hardened criminals go, and Arkham Asylum is where the, the crazies go. go. Yeah, nobody to it, break a hole in a wall of Blackgate and ask people to stand up and serve. <laughs> yes, Joshua. Jesus, I, I can tell you missed really me. all that for this. I had, yes, I had to get it there. I had to get it there. 
You, we, you were very excited about the Deathstroke video, CJ. I was, because... I was not seeing Deathstroke break any bats. <laughs> very disappointed. <laughs> no one knew who I was until I put on the mask. You, you weren't here, Josh. We didn't have this. There was no Bane. There was no Bane, Joshua. There, there was no <laughs> Bane. Very, CJ and we, would never let me... Come out to play, and, as, and we even talked say. about the Killing Joke, and I was like, "Well, surely Bane's going to show up in the a Killing Joke yes, conversation." You see, we're talking CJ, about the Joker. I rely on theatricality and deception. <laughs> I lured you into a false sense of security oh, until wow. I was ready to come out again. I, I brought this upon myself, so I have no one but to you. You decided to make Cape Talk an every week occurrence. <sighs> now you have to deal with the consequences. Well. I do, Bane, and I appreciate you stopping by, and I appreciate you coming on my favorite segment. Brian, take it away! Cape Talk! So, capitalizing on Pokemon Go, the the end of this month, September 30th, uh, Spiro is releasing something called the Force Band, Uh, and it is a wearable that has two functions. Number one, it's like by pushing your hand out and by using a a Bluetooth connection, you can control this tiny little BB-8 toy, which is really fun. Uh, but what's uh, this is something that's clearly marketed towards kids to go outside and while your parents are playing Pokemon Go, essentially, you get these little sounds and beeps and, and notifications that there's something that you can interact with Star Wars with by using the force, by pushing your hand out and detecting something or pretending you have a lightsaber or a blaster. Uh, and then you find things on your smartphones like rewards and gadgets and Chewbacca cards. I mean, this <laughs> thing is... I don't even know what to, what to make of this. Heads or tails, either whether I even care about this or whether this is the greatest thing and I'm just too stupid to understand it. Let's first address the elephant in the room. What? No. You're so, you used it, you're so nice to me it. on the other show. Let, let's address this. If you're a kid and you don't choose to freaking wield a lightsaber, you are lame. And I'm putting it's that true. in very nicely. Who the hell chooses a blaster? That's just dumb. White suburban kids who wear a vest? Josh, you seem to have an opinion on this that you're uh, formulating in your brain. Do you um, do you like this thing? Do you not like this? I'm trying to find. I think, at best, this is incredibly irresponsible. <laughs> it's an uh, it's an irresponsible <laughs> creation. It'd be irresponsible of any parent to put this on their child. And and the the stupid video shows. Teenagers wearing these—that's never unaccompanied, by the way. Unaccompanied. Well, I'm not worried about the teenagers. Here's my thing: this is not for teenagers. Are going to wear this? The, Those hooligans pe- do not care about this. Kids, uh, teenagers are going to run around with a pocket-sized BB-8, right? Uh, this is for—I'm looking at like six to eleven maximum. Um, and you're basically encouraging them to go into strange places and find things on their own. That's what the stupid ass video shows. It's incredibly irresponsible. So the the band has three modes. One is a pedophile mode. Con- is it is it attract <laughs> no. a pedophile mode? Free because candy mode. Yeah, it, that's kind of is it get I kidnapped agree. mode. So here's here are the two points for this that I just think put this into the Oh, realm we're still selling we're still selling pros Wait. and cons on this pedophile. No, 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 no pros and cons. I'm I'm giving facts and then I'm all con. Don't worry. Don't just hear me out, okay? 
This is how they're advertising it. We just we, we can all just say this is all dumb. Okay. The, the two modes are to control the BB-8 doll that comes with it. One is called Force Training Mode, Combat Training Mode, and Force Awareness Mode, which are all, oh my god, you're going to get abducted mode, so stay away from those. And then here's the, the real part. What is the cost for having your kid wander into a place and then abducted? $79 for the band, and if you want the one with a BB-8, it's 200 bucks. Get out of here. That's the I price. Think of a I lot take it back. Things. This is this is only for rich kids. <laughs> Apparently, it's only for kids uh, that live in a uh, Brian palatial sized estate and can <laughs> roll their BB eights around. This is this is for the guy in, in his mother's basement. That's who it's. <laughs> I'm I'm actually I'm redirecting my initial outrage <laughs> and going. Oh, it's not irresponsible. It's just stupid. Right. If it was like 40 bucks, you could say, oh, they're trying to get every kid in the block. But for $80. Right. right. At that point, it's forced indentured servitude mode. Right. Exactly. Which sounds about right. So anyway, uh, stop trying to capitalize on Pokemon Go like things. You can't do it. That was a once in a lifetime thing. Just stop. Okay. It's not going to happen. No, I think it can happen. Just not like this. What's the next thing that could be like? What's the thing that should be here instead of this thing? Listen, what sh- if I what should be if here I knew if I knew what the next thing would be, I'd be we out there fucking making it and we making gajillion dollars on a podcast talking about exploding phones. I wouldn't be sitting here alone in my palatial estate talking about freaking exploding phones and with, fans with so few cats you wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> As the cat, yeah, you just uh, would not a lot of cats. It was the is the the ratio of. Cats to males is very low. Now, I will say this. The cats might be working on the next big Pokemon Go app. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure. Hold on. Is it is it called Humans Go Away? I, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> so there is a Kickstarter for a product called Signal, which apparently can't afford the extra letters because it's spelled S-G-N-L. Uh, and what this is is a band that you can attach to your smartwatch or just wear as a separate band. It has a Bluetooth connection, so when your phone rings, you just tap a button on it, and then like uh, Brian, what was the movie with where you put your finger to your oh, ear? Oh, the remake of Total Recall. The remake of Total Recall. You put your finger to your your ear, and then it actually picks up on the vibrations from the wristband, makes your ear your receiver, and then it has a microphone on the band itself. So, Josh, so you're actually hun- you're actually going to do this. Yeah, you do the little old school <laughs> for phone. Those, for those who do not have the video quality, I am holding my finger up to my <laughs> mouth. My pinky is extended and my thumb is in my ear like an asshole. <laughs> like everyone stupid. who's described a phone call since the beginning of time. This is the stupidest right. thing I have ever seen. Here, here's here's for $139, you can look like a hipster uh, person playing Inspector Gadget. Um, you know what I'd rather have is a device uh, that, like this that I could attach to my watch band or whatever. Um, but instead of making my hand into the cool handphone thing, um, it turns any place that I'm in that uh, museum effect where I can stand and face one wall and someone else can stand and face the other wall. And we're not looking at each other and we're whispering, but we can hear each other. <laughs> you want a whispering wall? You want a, like a like a tube that goes around? I want, You know what I'm talking that 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 auditory phenomenon, right, about with the architecture and it just carries. Yeah. I want something on my wrist that'll turn a room into that. That basically I can do that anywhere and someone on the other side of the room, I'll just whisper shit to them and they'll have no idea what's happening. It's less 
it's less about what's connected to my phone and more about I just want to screw with some people in a public place. But <laughs> that's what this may be like him standing there with this crazy, stupid, you know, phone thing to his face. I think I'd rather just screw with people than try to answer a phone with my finger to my ear. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, if this is, you know, the future, I want to see the device that I can sync to my watch, which will then click with a can that's attached to a string. <laughs> and then, Josh, you would have the other can. And we could talk to each other that like way. Bluetooth you know what cans? I want? I want I want not I don't I don't want you to develop ways for me to talk without a device to my head like a crazy person. I my want favorite. here's what I want. I want when I do put my device to my head to answer a call, I want like a uh a, 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 a reality a obstructor. Of I just want like a like a helmet to come over my head. <laughs> like Buzz so Lightyear. that people can't see the faces I make when I talk. Because that's what you do. When you're in public and you answer your phone, you put your device to your head, you try to just be the calmest, like, you know, just even keel. I don't want to react to this fucking call at all. But that's not how I am. Like I'm I I'm, see Josh to watch Josh on a phone call, by the way, especially from afar. Uh, it's almost like a game you would play in Whose Line Is It Anyway? Josh's head goes back and forth, left and right, a hand gesture doing some kind of signal, either a uh, come on over, rolling over, like, uh, 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 what are you trying to do? And you you go in small circles, or the no, 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 no gesture, or, of course, the bobbing up and down and having the head do, uh, having your hand make the uh, <laughs> the the gesture of a car on hydraulics. Look, I am a Those are the hand gestures that that Josh uses when he's I am a demonstrative speaker. It doesn't matter if I'm on the phone or if I'm in front of you, there will be hand gestures. And yes. I can't like it's hard for me to do that when I answer a call in public. So I what I want is you know what I want as soon as I answer the call Harry's invisibility cloak <laughs> just My wraps around me just and then I can do whatever you. I want. The, my favorite thing about this, and Josh, you're in the business world more than, than Brian are on the day-to-day operations. A guy is in a meeting, gives the, uh, hold on one second, I have a phone call. <laughs> and Let me, and my finger puts his ear. finger and puts his finger to his ear and then starts having a conversation. Would you not look at that and be like, this guy's fucking crazy. Why this- is he talking into his thumb? The thoughts that come to mind are either, either this guy needs a tinfoil hat or this guy is like Secret Service. I need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> like he's talking like, into his wrist. Like, like I got him. Blue team go. Blue team go. It's it's one of two things you have. What a fucking nutballer. He deserves my respect. And there's no great. <laughs> there's no middle ground. There's no middle look, ground with that. I still think it'd be better if I just disappeared. All, Do you know what altogether. though? Do you know what, Josh? This is still better than your phone exploding while you're on the phone. So hey, at least it's got that going <laughs> That's for true. it. That's true. Don't charge your phone while you use it. <laughs> Yeah, please don't. Uh, anyway, those were just two ridiculous things that I found on the on the internet that were gadget related. Where it really makes me question. And I'm a guy who loves stupid gadgets. Okay, I like the pizza ATM. Stop making this stuff. All right, just you're, you're done. But wait, wait, wait. When you guys talked about the pizza ATM, CJ made it sound like they they put the machine put the toppings on, and clearly that's not what happened. No, clearly. Now, CJ made it sound like there was no a no CJ in the chefs the whatever chefs they hire pre make all these pizzas and then they're available just like loading a machine you only have so many Mountain Dews in there when the Mountain Dews are gone there's no more there's not a little tiny chef in there 
making the pizzas. I, I, I was I looked at one from Europe and not the one that's actually in America. So oh, the wrong. sweeter European pizza makers actually have tiny. They chefs. actually have tiny chefs inside, little robot like Wally things that that make you pizzas. Tiny chefs and sidewalks that will tell you you're an idiot because you can't look <laughs> up from right. your phone. The sidewalks will tell you that you're texting. Yeah, don't uh, die, sidewalk. My point is, uh, out of this past like six little, oh, this may be a cool device thing you brought up. The only one that was worth anything was the foldy mate. The foldy mate is Just worth gonna, the rest everything. of it is that's, garbage. That's why now I'm only pulling gadgets that we just need to mock because I'm anything that I love. Mate. If I it's recall and, correctly, and anything that hold on, anything that I want to mock obviously is awesome. So therefore. I'm going for things that I know we should mock. If I recall correctly, you thought we were all going to mock the folding mate, and me and Josh were like, yes. this is the best <laughs> thing ever. It was ever. the best thing ever. <laughs> right. That's why I, I change my gut reaction now for every gadget. Everything I'm like, this is really cool. You hold your finger to him. Like, no, that's stupid because I think it's cool. Ergo, let's hate it. <laughs> and then the folding mate of like, this is ridiculous. No one's going to have a, a, a device that folds their laundry. Oh, wait, no. Change your opinion. Everyone's going to love that. If so you could that's do that, now the if opinion. you could do that with movies now, we'd be a lot How, better off. <laughs> it t- it took seventy one episodes for me to realize that I'm always in the wrong, and I should just trust what you guys think. It took seventy one episodes. Go the opposite direction. You're fine. Just the opposite direction. Episodes and five years of knowing each other. <laughs> and listen, took way too progress. Long. That's progress, slowly but surely. Okay, we've got it. So if if I may shift gears for a little bit. Brian, you you showed this to me. There is a trailer for the Amazon series The Tick. Well, it's part of pilot season. It is part of yes. Amazon pilot season. Did it's you already actually on. Watch you it? can watch it. Did you actually watch it yet, Josh? No, my my uh, my brother in law Eric is watching, and he said he he said he liked it. So I haven't gotten there yet. I like I'm finishing up things. Plus. Um, Civil War was available at midnight last night, so I was up until 2.30 watching Civil War, and then I watched it, like, part of it again this morning. So it, it's just, I got other stuff going on. I want to watch pilot season. I'm getting it. So, Brian, there's a lot of people who are playing the home game who have no idea what the hell The Tick is. Can you educate a few people? So, The Tick is a character that was created in, in 1986 by a, a guy named Ben Edlund, and really... He's been this kind of uh, satire of just superheroes and comic books in general. Um, They started off as a comic strip in the 80s, which then turned into a popular, popular cartoon series in the early 90s, like 1994. That was Fox, right? That was Fox. That was Fox. Um, And The Tick is just this big buffoon. He's just, you know, constantly... Doing things that he thinks is right, not necessarily smart, but, he, you know, he's invulnerable, so he doesn't have to think about consequences. And he's partnered up with Arthur, who's this guy who's always trying. He's just a normal guy, so he's the one trying to, like, not die. And it's it was a hilarious cartoon. It was a great comic book. Um, I watched the, well, and was there a live action, like, sitcom of this? In the late 90s, they did a very short-lived live action show on fox in 2001 two, two i'm sorry seasons? one or two seasons one season starring patrick warburton uh who people know as putty from seinfeld or joe from family guy uh which i loved which f- was fantastic it only ran i don't even think it ran a full season maybe like 18 or 20 episodes before it got canned <clears throat> so they're talking about bringing this back now and it is one of the 
shows in Amazon Prime's pilot season, which if you don't know what Amazon Prime's pilot season is, they pretty much get a couple series together. They uh, make one uh, first premiere episode. You guys get to, you know, us as the viewers and as Prime subscribers get to watch it and then vote on whether or not they, they kind of continue on with one that. of them. One of them made it from last season. Which one made it from last season? Do you remember? Uh, Tig Notaro's One Mississippi. Uh, okay. Um, this year, uh, it's The Tick. I Love Dick. That stars Kevin Bacon and Jean-Claude Van Johnson, which stars Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van, Van Damme. Um, that, looks, not, that looks pretty funny. It does. Actually. It does. I did not get a chance to watch I Love Dick or Jean-Claude Van da- Johnson. I only watched The Tick. Um, and I thought it was pretty hilarious. I, I really enjoyed it. The neat thing about this show is that because it's a satire on kind of the current state of superhero movies and TV shows and everything, they took this dark and gritty approach with it almost and kind of more <laughs> this tongue in cheek humor. No, it looked it. CJ, if you didn't watch it, I saw a scene or two. It looked like Daredevil. It does. The cinematographer from The Dark Knight directed the pilot. So it you know it's the guy yeah, who knows this. It purposely does that. But here's the best part about that show. Like, that I watched that first episode. I was like, this is really dark. And then The Tick shows up, and he's just, he's so funny. And he's so ridiculous. He's played by Peter Serafinowicz. Um, and he's, yeah, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that name right. So I'm sorry if I completely butchered it. I'm guessing it's Serafinovich. Sarah, okay, Serafinovich. Sure, Peter Serafinovich. That's what it looks like to me. Peter S. Um, and, and the moment he gets on screen, he 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 does this voice, which is clearly not his voice. Well, he's I mean, you know him. He you know, Denarian Saul from Guardians of the Galaxy, he's Shaun of the Day. He's been in everything. Right. He's, he's been done a Star bunch Small, of stuff. Right? He's done a bunch in of the, stuff. In the in the in the yeah. But um he's got this he's got this voice and this demeanor. Like the he's got the demeanor of the 66 Batman. who's like there's evildoers over there. We have yes. to stop them. Like he's doing this voice and it's it's hilarious. And it's kind of like this really cool, bright kind of center around this dark and gritty world. Um, I loved it. I, I think, you know, I'm hoping it, it gets picked up for the entire season. I'll definitely vote for it. Uh, if you guys are a fan of superhero genre and like that kind of comedy definitely check it out all you need now you don't even need to pay a hundred bucks for amazon prime you just need to do what like the eight dollar a month subscription and you have access to the entire uh pilot season genre so i would definitely check it out i just need to and i wholeheartedly agree with everything brian said Woo! i will say this as well if you say no i don't i don't i don't want i don't want to pay a hundred bucks for amazon prime i don't you know i'm gonna pay eight dollars a month instead that's $96. Just subscribe to Amazon Prime for the love of God. For the extra $3, you get the two-day shipping. If you if you need further proof, go read Josh's article, Take Back Your Time, and you realize that you need Amazon Prime in your life. So just go ahead and do that. Also, we're not getting paid for Amazon Prime stuff. So Amazon, if you want to you know, throw a few bucks, we'll gladly take it. I'm just saying. We've done a bunch. So speaking of things like that are that, making— You're like that scene in Rick and Morty. <laughs> tell me you, you, tell me you know which right. scene i'm talking about yes josh there's a scene in rick and morty where the main character rick like jumps in 
to the the home. He's like, "You guys, we gotta hurry! I just got back from Walmart. They're selling Nintendo 3DS systems for one forty nine ninety nine on sale. Plus, every time you buy one, you get a fifty dollar gift card. Brings the total price down to one hundred ten dollars after tax. And we also all get to keep one, and we can play Nintendo games. Nintendo, give me free stuff. <laughs> it's great, and that's what just CJ just did. All right, so." I'd like to, to move on to another topic that has to do a little bit with some some television and some wonderful things coming to it. And let me read you uh, a, a quick uh, two-sentence uh, thought about the, the show that we're talking about. He can do a lot of things with just a sheet of tinfoil, like stop an airplane from taking off. He's MacGyver, damn it, and he's coming back to television this fall because there is a remake of MacGyver that's coming back to CBS starring um if I uh Lucas Till who is from X-Men First Class. Yep. Uh, he played Havoc. He played Havoc. And um I can't believe this September 23rd MacGyver's coming back and you know what? Doesn't look like it doesn't look looks pretty terrible. good. It doesn't look bad. It actually looks really good. It looks like it's going to be entertaining as hell. It, I was very surprised by the fact that I was not on media like what the hell is this? Well, look, the original the original MacGyver had like eight seasons, right? The, from all the fans, it felt like it's still on the air. People seven seasons still it had hold seven, reference. seven seasons, and it has a a pretty ridiculous cult following. MacGyver does extremely so, ridiculous, right? But I mean, here's the, th- the the shows, although campy, were entertaining. I, I didn't watch a ton of it because I was you know too young i guess to get it but this trailer for the new one looks phenomenal it looks it looks like it's pretty well done yeah it looks like that was made with care by fans who are actually you know thinking about bringing the show back i'm i'm pleasantly surprised with this and the fact that i have cbs all access means i'm gonna watch it and enjoy it and i'm definitely gonna see it this redeems that actor for wasting his time on monster trucks i don't know what movie you're referring to that oh happened. you you didn't see the trailer about the oh trucks i saw the trailer with, we with talked the about monsters it that we, live inside we did. it they're yeah, monster so. trucks cj monster trucks yeah no it was awful 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 do we know anybody else in this show does, does any yeah, other the guy from csi anybody? is in it dude Oh, that's right. That's George Eads, right? Yes, George Eads. Yeah. Look, everybody knows Stokes. Every it, everybody knows who Stokes is. Um, you know what's funny is that I there was a uh, immediately when I saw this trailer, I saw Stokes. I was excited to see Stokes, except I immediately likened his character to Elliot Spencer from Leverage. Oh, yes. So immediately I went, they stole this character directly from, what is it, TNT or whatever, yes, wherever TNT. leverage it's is. It's TNT. Um, and I, I was uh, I was a fan of leverage. It was only five seasons, but it was That's a great an, uh, show. It's an underrated show, yes. Um, and Elliot Spencer, the character, the muscle character, was, I thought, particularly good. And we've seen... Uh, the guy, the Christian Kane that played him has been in a few other things, but that's exact. like Nick. I like George Eads. I like the fact that he's recognizable and I think he adds a lot of credibility to the cast automatically. I've never seen leverage. So, you know what I thought when I first saw this trailer and I saw that kind of dynamic, he's like the muscle guy who's like there to protect him type of thing. 
I uh, thought this was like Johnny Quest, but with MacGyver. MacGyver's Johnny and, and Ease is uh, Race Bannon. Okay. Okay. No acceptable analogy. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> can't just say thank you, CJ. It is. You can't just you can't just say thank you. No. Why the hell would I say thank you? So MacGyver, it's a CBS show that will be premiering at the end of uh, this month, September 23rd. I would actually say tune into CBS for something besides the Big Bang Theory. Lost Supergirl, so they got two things going for him now in the nerdy realm. I will say there's one thing that this sh- that this show uh, confirmed outside of the world of whoa 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 CBS CBS what has at least six versions of NCIS for you to enjoy. <laughs> uh, you got Gibbs, you got New Orleans, you got DC, you got Gibbs builds a boat. I mean, uh, it's, it's great. I, it's look the original. I mean. Law and Order was the original format, right? The original spinoff craziness. The one that had the spinoff of spinoffs of spinoffs? Yes. Well, I mean, Law and Order, but yeah, but Law and Order had several very successful yes. spinoffs. CSI. CSI. Uh, there is nothing better than the original, but New York comes close. Yes, I agree My, with you. Miami, Miami is a does dog, not. dog shit. No, but he's, he's I, you got to love that David Caruso except for, off, except, I'm just saying, taking off the, the sunglasses just to put him back on and you get the Roger Daltrey intro with the yeah, the craziness. And that's fun. <laughs> but the rest of the show is awful. I don't have a problem with any of 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 what goes into making these shows. And CBS is made um, well, a living off of this crap. I but they make good shows. And I, I hope I hope MacGyver gives us that bit of action and suspense that we're we're used to getting from these kind of shows. But also, I think there's the opportunity to throw a lot of humor into this series. Here's the um, here's the final topic. It's the final topic. There was a an article that floated on the internet. It was actually on Wired that I sent over to Brian as well to kind of. Talking about a little of, of, of the gaming world, which we've been neglecting recently, and we're sorry for that. And we will eventually get back on track with with some gaming news and some gaming conversations. But Brian and I uh, and Josh, I hope you, you got to read this piece as well. We're in the, an opinion that's kind of shared with this author that, hey, it may be time to stop pre-ordering video games. Um, originally, when you pre-ordered a video game, it was all about just getting a copy of it. It was just actually making sure that a store had a copy and now that we've moved to digital downloads and the fact that games are so easy to find in 19 different places the availability part is no longer really important and if the you know in the last couple months two high profile games have kind of taken a lot of flack that had to do with some of the pre-order business and that was no man's sky and then it was uh <laughs> x day deus ex I'm sorry. I hear No Man's Sky and I hear utter failure. My, I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. It, it, it's one of those things where now and for the last couple of years, the promises of downloadable content and exclusive items have been the big draw to that, only to have those items become public and to to have them maybe be of no real consequence. And, and when it comes to, to Deus Ex, the items that you got that were advertised as high-profile, amazing items were one-time uses. Single use, yeah. Single use, and then you had to do like an in-app purchase like you would in Clash of Clans to buy it again. 
So it's available to the general public. I, I've been I've been saying this. I mean, we launched this podcast, I think, April of 2015, right? We did, yep. I've been saying this I probably since episode two or three. Games should be app-based, in-app purchasing. They should be completely, you know, all, nearly cost-free. Um, because who buys a disc anymore? I mean, I, I know I don't. I, if I want a game, I download it. So I, I buy discs, but I'm the weirdo. Console no, I normally games, buy discs too. Console, I just I go, I find I go to the store, I find what I want, I download it. And it doesn't seem to me like there's any reason to buy a disc. Also, I just still still with the price of the games, just maybe don't make it 20 gigs worth of content. Trim it down and sell it for $5 and then let people choose how much of the game they purchase beyond and I I think I do believe the industry would be pleasantly surprised by the amount of money people spend just based on the fact that people are still spending tons of money on Pokemon Go. Yeah. I mean, you spent $100 on the air with us when we were talking uh, yes, about Pokemon Yes, in Go. the moment, yes, $100, yes, <laughs> like absolutely. A total, just like, well, I did the math and I should just buy $100, and I'm just like, oh, okay, you just made that decision like two and a half minutes. So I, I can see that, but... The the article comes, and I'm going to include the the link in the show notes. And I I really think you should read the article because it has some some really great points to it. You know, you're investing money into a game already that things. I mean, Brian, let's talk about No Man's Sky, right? You said failure. Why do you say that 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 game is a failure? I mean, not just because of the the extreme lack of everything. That game had a lot of issues right from launch, glitches. Things that, that were promised that weren't working. Uh, the the it just everything I read about it was just what a huge disappointment. And to the point where Steam and PlayStation Network were giving refunds no matter how much of the game you played, like two months after yeah. it's been released. There That's were how like players utterly disappointing it was. There were players who played the game for fifty hours and got refunds for the game. And and the article really goes to two points again number one a pre-order was initially made to get a copy of the game and now a digital download we don't need that anymore so eliminate that barrier yeah, back in mind. the day when i was pre-ordering games was the days of like ps2 when you had no choice but to get it by disc there wasn't these like online networks right and you weren't guaranteed a copy of the game you freaking if you went to your local GameStop on launch day and they were out that was, and then that was you EB went games back then. Right. And then you went to the EB games and then you went to the Target and the Walmart and they were all out. You were screwed and you couldn't play that game. So if it was something that you had researched, you were reading articles, you were excited, you really wanted to play it, you were willing to spend 50 bucks on it. You went and you freaking pre-ordered it a couple months in advance to make sure you got your copy. There's no point to that anymore for the exact reason that Josh just said. If it's out... I'll just download it. And the second part to that, too, was there weren't any patches or updates or right. downloadable content. So when you paid $60 for a game, you got the full game. It wasn't network connected. Back right. Then. right. So, But I mean, so when you slap down $60, you got the full thing and it wasn't slap down $60 and also get the season pass, which is another 45 and then we'll give you the rest of the game kind of thing. Right. Uh, it was there. The second part is this, is that uh, the item, and I said this before, the items and, and the exclusive stuff, sometimes they fall through. They're, they either don't work or they don't come. And you're basically asked to invest in a game before it's finished, before you get to see any of the real gameplay or read any reviews. 
And we live in a world now where you need to just, you know, to, to make sure that you do some better research once it's out. And the only time you should really pre-order a game is when you're super passionate about it. But there's kind of a proven record for it. And No Man's Sky is a great example of things that seemed great, seemed to be a lot of hype. Sony was going hard on that on that game. And uh, a lot of fans were left disappointed. So uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, gaming brethren, but I, I believe it's time that we uh, recognize that there's a fault within the gaming industry and that this is a broken model. And it's it's time to move on. It's time to find something that works better for the consumers. And I, I hate to say this, Josh, I think you're absolutely right. Although I hate in-app purchases and things like that, I think that would be a much better model for for video gaming and and believe me i i don't want that to be so i would just like to pay one flat fee and just be done with it forever and get all the the dlc for free but right but i don't want not. artists i don't want artists to work for nothing so they and deserve it, to get paid well not only that but gaming hasn't been at that place for quite some time that the days of of buying a disc and having that disc contain all of the game start to finish that ended as soon as consoles connected to the network connected to the internet to download updates that that ended it right really, so it really depends on the game though like i think your model works for well hear me out i think yeah. your model works for games like call of duty and halo and madden and things like that because then like i'm gonna try and use your a sports analogy you purchase madden for a low low price you can then do in-app purchases for certain rosters and players and teams and things like that that makes sense right. Call of Duty, same thing. You purchase right. certain maps and maps, skins weapons, and things like right, that. Right. Games like mostly like platformers, like Uncharted, Batman: Arkham Knight, the Lego games. Those that model does not work for those. Why? Wait, wait, wait. Why couldn't you have a truncated map and a truncated list of missions and then buy more? Consider Arkham Knight or any of those games a bit like Grand Theft Auto, in the way that you don't have to do every mission. You choose what you do and what you don't do, and that's there's kind of the same still thing. The main story, though, that's you still get a solid six hours. You can out. streamline the story, Brian. It's all about decisions and what direction you go. Like, I mean, not every story is is. I understand not every story is linear, but at the core, there's a main character, a main storyline. Right? There's an arc. We can in everything you can follow that. Right? There's always ancillary stuff going on, but. That's all – you can purchase that if you want the additional story. What I'm saying is take any format you want, any kind of game, any style, and you can bucket it out into different pieces and then charge for those pieces. And, and to Brian, to the other side of that too, you look at things like um, uh, Borderland, uh, the Game of Thrones series, the Walking Dead games, which are done in chapters. Those are Telltales. Don't, right, the te- you can't you can't do Telltale's. That's a completely different format. But that model's proven to work. It's a completely different model. Yeah, but it's not a plat- it, it, it is okay. a different model. It's not okay. a platform game. It's not something that happens. Uh, like Brian said, you know, he, he sort of start to finish, and it's a big story. Gotcha. What okay. I'm saying is, it's right. You 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 find and I'm uh, clearly I don't write video games, but the people that do design these storylines. You can stick to a main storyline and then build additional content off of that. I kind of feel that's how stories are written anyway. And in doing that, it wouldn't be hard to allow gamers to pick and choose. Brian, there's there's not a whole lot of people I don't I don't think it's a large percentage 
that demand the full experience. Uh, you know, I want to see a hundred percent done on every game. No, like, I, I'm not. I'm not even like that. The last game I did that with was Arkham Knight. Right, and, but that's kind of my point. Then is if you didn't have to spend sixty dollars on every game, if you spent five on every game, you might invest three hundred in a single game because it's worth it to you. And I agree. That's how I believe the industry should operate and how games should be measured. Because then the other games, you're only spending five some dollars. It's it's even. I mean, a, a game is sixty dollars a pop, three hundred dollars so at just a few games. I mean, you, right. you, you get the best bang for the buck. You're gonna spend. The industry's gonna get the money either way. But the great thing is that the really, really great games and the and the ones that put the effort in are are the ones that are gonna get paid, not the ones who do the best on the Twitter machine. Right. And, and this, that's, I think, guys, what No Man's Sky did. They went crazy media blitz. I remember you guys talking about that game with Jeff. I wanted to buy a PlayStation just to to play that. I game. remember you guys I talking about it, and I thought I would have done it. I wonder if this game can live up to the hype, and it didn't. But they did an amazing job hyping it up. And you know what? They got their money. They did, <laughs> and then they refunded you know a lot of it. It doesn't matter. They didn't. Ha- they didn't have to do that. Yeah. True. Here's the thing. We made a joke earlier that, you know, we're not making gadgets and we're not making the next Pokemon Go. But here we are redefining the whole gaming industry. So go us. Um, Anybody's going to listen. Yeah. No one's going to pay attention to this. (laughs) Listen, like, hey, I I was listening like freaking somebody from Ubisoft was like, I was listening to some three Yahoo's record a podcast and they had a really good idea. Wait a minute. We're Yahoo's. I think it's a good idea. I just don't think I don't think we quite hold a no, hold I, enough cloud I, I, to I get. Agree. CJ, I CJ, only Josh and I are Yahoo's. You're not a <laughs> Yahoo. When my daughter was a toddler, CJ, when Zoe was a toddler, she would assign nonsensical names or words to groups of people, and in every group, she would deliberately call one person a different thing. <laughs> So she would say, you're a Bobby, you're a Bobby, you're a Bobby, you're a Dodie. And she would walk away. And that completely one, messed like, with your mind. Everyone, it didn't matter. And we're not, we're not just talking about kids. We're talking about adults. Right. And everybody's wondering what exactly made that person different. But and my daughter, who's a toddler, she's fucked off into another room. She's gone. <laughs> but there's a group of adults sitting at a table going, why am I the asshole? Like, what, <laughs> what makes me so bit? Is it because she likes him better, or is it? And I'm going, oh, I love girl, but that's what just that's what just happened just now. Well, I see where my life is. At least, at least You're my daughter the doesn't make. I am the Slagathor. You're welcome. Um, I'm gonna get a shirt that says I'm the Slagathor. Either now. that, or I'm just gonna start calling you Dodie. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, before this episode ends, I do want to take an opportunity just to say one uh, fantastic thing that we need your help with, and that's a little bit of support. So there's a couple ways that you can support us as a show. Uh, The first thing is you can go check out the wonderful fine people over at Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly mystery box which gives you geek and gamer gear, and it's stuffed to the gills of other great things that you want, like t-shirts, statues, and other fantastic things. This month's theme is Speed, which includes things from Gone in 60 Seconds, uh, Flash, and what Batman, was Arkham Knight, Arrow. So there's franchises that you will love and adore. You have until the 19th of every month to get the box, and then it's gone forever. So get some savings. Go to our website, thatkindofnerd.com. 
patreon.com slash loot. That's L-O-O-T. And you can actually get a coupon to get $3 off your first loot crate. So it's actually $13 to go ahead and take advantage of that. So go on, save some money, get yourself a box, uh, and help support the show. Absolutely, fans. Listen to Dodie when I say that... I got this past loot crate, and uh, when Slagathor says it's really amazing, I got this awesome Hellboy Fist Ceramic Bank that is just awesome. It has all of my change in it now, as well as uh, an Archer t-shirt, uh, some Kill Bill socks that I will actually wear. I don't normally, dope. Don't yep. normally up my sock game, but for Kill Bill, I will. So uh, definitely take Dodie's advice. Sign up for Loot Crate. It's amazing. The DX box, CJ, this month for Antihero was the coolest box I've ever seen. And in my opinion, easily over 100 bucks worth of stuff in there. Very cool box. I am a huge fan of Gone in 60 Seconds, and I think I'm going to go DX. Oh, yeah, Dodie. I mean, that's probably my favorite Nicolas Cage role. The other thing that we can do to get your support is to get some ratings on iTunes. That'll pull us up in the charts, and then that way we can get more listeners and more fans onto the show who can stick around with three Yahoo. I'm sorry, two Yahoos and a and a Doty or Slagathor, whatever I am right now. Uh, that will uh, just hear us talk about nerdy things. So please give us a five star review. We do read them on the air as we've been doing. Uh, so we appreciate your feedback, and we appreciate you sharing the podcast. Uh, with friends also check out our other show hey did you see Uh, we're talking about bbc sherlock and right now there's a poll on our twitter feed at hey did you see where you can decide what the next show that we're going to watch is right now it's between stranger things luke cage preacher and westworld so please vote and that will decide the next topic that we have for the show so I want to thank Josh and Brian for joining me, and uh, thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you guys next week. I'm not your dancing monkey, CJ. You can't just make me do shit. Are you reading a book? I- <laughs> and Brian's like licking his finger and turning pages. What's happening? CJ, do not lie to the viewers. You do not appreciate my presence. But everyone else does. I say you he I say you he did. I told you he did. <laughs> I say you he did.